Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Coming up on today's wrestling news, an AW stable looks set to break up at the end of their current feud. A former WWE star could spend the rest of their life in prison. Nia Jax reveals Vince McMahon's sudden changes after her attack on Becky Lynch. And a former world champion predicts the future of the bloodline. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Hamflet. And this is the news. Right, lots to get into today, Hamlet. Let's dive into this first story uh, surrounding the future of the firm in mm. AEW. According to Matt Hardy on his recent uh, Extreme Life with Matt Hardy podcast, which is one of the best podcasts out there, that isn't ours, what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. He's talking about the firm. Obviously, he's currently feuding with them, having been like indentured servitude thing yeah. and then he got out of that of course because of the match between Hook and Ethan Page done then yeah and then he's going to get out of that oh, with another yeah. match versus the firm or something I don't really understand anyway he said uh, we currently have an idea of the way to take the current story once it ends with the firm I think it's going to make a lot of people that have enjoyed our story through and through happy we're calling this match the firm deletion I think it's really going to be the deletion of the firm. That makes sense. Uh, when it's all said and done. I think it's going to be extremely entertaining. <laughs> it's going to be very different. This one isn't going to be fantastical like some of the other, like some of the older ones have. But it is going to be incredibly amazing. And I think it's so cool that we have these eight competitors to play around with and interact with. He also spoke about potentially uh, going after the tag titles following that with Jeff Hardy. Now mm. Jeff's back, of course. Um, and forming the Hardy Party stable presumably bringing Hook in on that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. What do you make of all this? I don't know, truthfully. I don't know. Um, the firm have always been in a weird spot, haven't they? Like, it's... It, everything does often go back to CM Punk. Yeah. I, I don't mean it to, but everything often does. Like, the firm never really stood a chance after CM Punk blew that follow-up feud with MJF up with the brawl-out comments, yeah. the press conference and everything. So the firm's modus operandi changed from that moment. If you remember, when MJF and Moxley were having their go-home angle, MJF beat the firm up with Moxley. Yeah. So right from there, they were always minimised and marginalised a little bit. So in that sense, breaking them up doesn't really matter too much. Yeah. They could all go off and have their separate chances and try again. But in spite of this Mahardy feud, which I haven't personally loved, I think we have seen personality yeah. from all of them individually. I, I mean, think Stoke, we always knew about Stoke. Stokely always had it, but it's taken him a while to find it in yeah. AW. Big Bill's been great from oh, jump. Big Bill. Ethan Page has found some unique chemistry with Hardy himself. Yeah. 
Like, I worry a little bit for Lee Moriarty because there's just such a stacked roster and you constantly see how people just wrestle and have this great moment and then, like, disappear for six weeks yeah. at a time. I think he's really talented. I worry more for Lee Moriarty. In fact, he's going to have to take a few some more swanton bombs from well, uh, Jeff Hardy. And, and in a firm deletion from what height? From, like, the roof of a house? From a ladder on top of a ladder? From an upward spiral? Keep it triangular? <laughs> like, it just... I don't know. I think they're maybe just starting to find themselves after that rocky start. Yeah. So I kind of hope it doesn't mark the end of them. Well, they're going to get deleted. I mean, that's happened, uh, no date yeah. confirmed for that yet. No. Um, but uh, some it's very divided amongst people being like, save it for the pape, do it on a big episode of TV, and other people saying, please just put it on like it on YouTube. YouTube. Cinematic hook. I'm interested in that. Yes. Imagine like what kind of like he arrives late and they just like light him from behind. Steps out of a limo. All the crisps fall out. <laughs> Time yeah. you call this. Give us cinematic hook. Also, what was it he said? Uh, this one isn't going to be fantastical. I'll believe that when I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about former WWE superstar Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. Couldn't believe this story when I read it today. Uh, obviously, son of Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase, he's been hit with conspiracy, wire fraud, theft, and money laundering charges uh, that all all have uh, individual uh, and lofty prison sentences attached. Uh, he's accused basically of using money to buy a car, a boat, and for a down payment on a ha- home valued at one point seven million dollars. If he's found guilty on this Hamlet, he would. F- and got the maximum sentence. He yeah. would spend 175 years in prison. Now, this is one of those hyperbolic American law system ones yeah. where it's like, we're going to add that to that to that and to that. Loads um, of charges, loads of years. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. And that's the most extreme case. But either way, this doesn't sound great. doesn't look good. It's not a good story all the way around this. Um, if you look deeper into it, there's a press release that gives the full details. Yeah. I think it's linked in the news story on our website. And I was having a look at it this morning. It's like local needy charities it's like the equi- I don't know I don't know if it's exactly welfare but it feels like the equivalent of some mm. money that people need to eat and to like live or like and low cost lives and things like that it's money that's potentially if the charges are true yeah, yeah, yeah. you know these are all things that have been alleged at the moment and he's been indicted um the money has come from there so it's 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 an ugly story really and obviously the charges you know maybe the years have been blown up to highlight the severity of the charges and severity of the crimes if he's indeed mm-hmm. convicted but yeah seeing the numbers add up and add up for five years for this, five years yeah. for this, ten years for this, twenty years for this, and landing on, I think it's all 175 as the, mm. as the final total, which is a life sentence. Yeah. Like, that number ceases to exist. And when... even if you say, okay, well, he's not going to, and this is all speculation on our behalf, yeah. of course. The, uh, whole, the whole thing is linked, isn't it? Yes. You know, the Department of Justice. If he dodges conspiracy, <laughs> wire fraud, and theft charges, all he needs to do is get hit with one money laundering charge, and that's a long time in prison. Yeah, it's like five or ten years yeah. for one of those alone, isn't it? And it's just... It's, it doesn't look good, and I guess we'll learn more about the case and the charges and everything as it goes on. Yes. You know, I think there'll be probably more on the story. So, uh, Let's move on to uh, newly baby, baby-faced Nia Jax <laughs> in the World Culture Office. If you haven't seen it, uh, by the way, check out the video of her putting lip gloss on Simon Miller over WrestleMania weekend. Uh, by all accounts, a lovely person, mm-hmm. the former Nia Jax. Um, but she's not been talking to our podcast. Annoying. Yeah. She's been talking to the Ring the Bell podcast. Um, about her storyline with Becky Lynch, where, of course, she broke Becky's face. And whilst bad and good came from that, of course, Mm -hmm. we're never going to wish injury on anyone, but then that was kind of the birth of the man character, and that led her to Becky Lynch. This is to the main event of WrestleMania 35 that we were there for, of course. Um, But obviously, she had to get 
time off for having a broken face. We lost the Ronda singles match that we've still never had. Yeah. What, five years I on? think of that, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, she broke Becky's face um, on the Go Home episode of Raw Ahead of Survivor Series. It was that one when she was like, Ronda was there, and mm. oh, here comes it. Bang! And so she's got blood all over it. Great visual it's for weird Becky. seeing the man in like a blue Smackdown yeah. shirt when she was wearing the man shirt all the yeah, time. Yeah, damn yeah. blue. <laughs> um, anyway, Nia talked about it and said basically that as a result of that, Vince McMahon um, changed the finish to Survivor Series as a result. Um, talking about sole survivors, she said, I believe it's supposed to be Sasha. She was supposed to be the sole survivor that night. We were in rehearsals, it was before doors opened, the producer came out and said, Vince changed it, Nia over. It was the moment I was still trending, that crowd hated me, uh, and they went nuts when I came out, so Vince was like, no, Nia over. It was a cool thing, but it was one of those moments where I'm like, sugar. Yeah. I shouldn't say sugar, of course. Um, it makes a lot of sense, because they knew exactly what they were doing. The moment they realised what they had on their hands, every other second Nia Jax was in the ring, she was going... Yeah, I remember, I think we kind of acknowledged this at the time, from the moment she walked on the ramp, and she did have heat out there, air, so yeah. it was the right call, but from the moment she walked Dominic on the Mysterio ramp, levels of heat. <laughs> it was blowing the fist, it was doing that, and Tamina was with her and giving her the, look at this like, yeah. fist right here, look what damage this did, but it's wild to me, it's not wild to me, it's Vince McMahon, but it's wild to me that of all the things you need to change and you need to pivot, like, they're in the middle of going through the spots on a five... This is not singles match. A five-on-five women's match with all these different eliminations and all these moving parts. Wrestlers speak about how much like, this could be quite difficult it. to do. And he's just like, no, Nair over. Not even a full sentence like the producer. Yeah. He's clearly passed it on to the producer. He's like, well, that's the message. Nair over. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to tell ten wrestlers, stop what you're doing. We're doing this now. Yeah. But it, the right call, but typically... Like, would that not have been a call you would have made maybe on, a, say, the Wednesday? Well, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like it was suddenly on Sunday, everyone went, wait a second. Her saying, before doors open, that implies, what, one or two hours? Yeah. They've got, like, the last few minutes in the ring to work out the kinks. Change your plan, you're the sole survivor. (laughs) What? I roll that. Yeah, I also love the fact, and I'm I'm not going to get myself wound up here, I promise. I'm going to move on to the next story in a second. On this, they go, "Hmm, just listen to the public, and I think we're going to change our booking as a result of that. Nothing else. The difference is, because this one, this public sentiment, was a little bit hate-filled. Yeah, and it boiled a lot of piss. He feeds off that, doesn't he? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, anyway, speaking of um, people chatting to po- podcasts, former world champion Diamond Dallas Page has spoken to me. Hello. <laughs> The What Culture Wrestling Podcast. It's also going to be on our YouTube channel later on today. I believe 5 p.m. UK time this video is going to drop the full interview with DDP, who is just a lovely bloke. I think I've interviewed him like two or three times. Miller's done flipping yoga with him in yeah. his hotel room and stuff like that. Um, just a great person to chat to. And he's, he's in the UK right now for his DDP yoga workshop. So you can still go and, uh, I think this weekend, going down in like Glasgow, Newcastle. I think Birmingham sold out, but you can go and check him out on his website. Anyway, I was chatting to him um, about the likes of uh, WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes and his love of the Judgment Day. Yes. Um, he's not quite in it, but he's a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, and he's predicted... Well, it's, you know, he wasn't going to get his start in wrestling in the passenger seat of that car at mm. WrestleMania 6, was he? He had to sit... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, was, I was chatting to him about the bloodline and the, the Cody, whether or not he should have won, and he said, you know, let it play out. It's, you know, it's, it's mm. the adversity storyline, basically. And he was talking about how over the bloodline is um, and predicted something I, I was kind of surprised with with regards to the Usos. Um, he said, I think Jimmy and Jay, every week, they get stronger. I think they're both guys that can carry the universal title. I think both of them could have an unbelievable run. Eventually, it's going to happen because they're not going to stay a tag team their whole career. I think both of those guys could do incredibly well on their own, which is uh, an amazing prediction to make because I think, you know, we all sort of go, okay, yeah, yeah, bloodline stuff. And you had the nice bit with, like, Jay challenging yeah. for the title. And they drop the tag titles. And they're going to probably eventually be kicked out of the bloodline because they fail again at yeah. Backlash or, or in the next... Yeah. It's not even it's before Backlash they're fighting. Uh, it's the six-man at Backlash, mm. isn't it? Um, but, yeah, I, I'd never considered that either of them or both of them, as Dallas has said here, could become a world champion down the line. But it makes sense. They've really shown their, their working chops in the recent years as part of the bloodline. It's weird, isn't it, that this kind of prediction is seen as so bold when you've got... Again, if you split them from the tag team itself, Jimmy and Jay are, what, 13 years into a WWE run? Yeah. Multiple uh, tag team title reigns, a boatload of matches that would go down as a legacy if this all stopped today. Yeah. And yet, 13 years in wrestling now is, like, in WWE, just getting your feet wet. Yeah. It runs the people. When we always, like you say, like, Austin or The Rock's run as a comparison. Oh, like, these wrestlers have doubled and trebled. Like, those times, just things are different now. And Jay, especially, has, or- has already had a go at that spot. And when Cody lost, a lot of people, I still maintain it was bargaining and coping, were like, well, yeah, because, like, Jay's a sorry, actually. It's like, it's not, but I kind yeah. of, if there was anybody that I could get, he would put in that position, it would be Jay Uso. Well, good, but he gave, gave him, like, the Money in the Bank briefcase. Could not, what a wild suggestion, that. They both flexed their acting chops for better and worse, I would say, in the Thunderdome era when yeah. Roman was decimating Jay and Jimmy was there begging and vice versa, oh. you know? So they've, I think, shown all of the qualities and traits that you would that WWE would need to give them both a punt. I just think it's because of the way tag teams have historically been handled. There's always this: well, one person gets to rise and one person yeah. has to fall away. But yeah, like there's there's always rule proven exceptions. And I think if you look at the bloodline as a whole, um, the Usos are certainly one of those teams where we say this when the bloodline were like firing every single week. You could watch the you could watch the bloodline segment five six times because you want to watch the face yeah. of every member. 
Jimmy and Jay included. They're not just they're not just one body just because mm-hmm. they look the same. Right. So yeah. yeah, I think um I think it's not as wild a shout as it might have once been. It's a fascinating shout, it's well worth checking out. He talks all about the rise of Sami Zayn as well. And predicts the future stars of weirdness. One person I know you are going to love that he's like that guy's the future right there. You can check out the video though, as I said, it's gonna come out later on today, it's, five it's, PM. It's Jeff it's not Jeff Jarrett, unfortunately. Uh, 5pm UK time. Uh, the video uh, is going to go out on a YouTube channel. I think if you want to listen to it as a podcast, it's available right now. What culture wrestling? Wherever you get your podcasts from. But let's move on to your wacky Friday questions from our YouTube community page. Whoa! Whoa. First question today. Thank you, as always, for everyone getting involved on this. Uh, comes from Tobias J, who writes, Good day, legends. If you had a theme song to play when you walked into work, what would it be... Uh, Tobias is going to be Forget You, might be known as a different title, by CeeLo Green. Ah, okay, right. So we can it's wrestling theme songs or real songs? Yeah, it can, it can be either. I've always said I think it would make great entrance music. Uh, Return of the Saints, which Alan Partridge drums to when he takes Lynn to a mother's grave. Yes! And I'm Alan Partridge. He says, bum, 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 bum. There's like a flourish, which would be the bit you would burst through the curtain. Saxophone solo, all that. But, if I'm a wrestler, well, there's two... Because I wish I was in that stable and raw. I wish I could just say that. I'm in the fucking judgment day. Sorry, Ben Roy. Um, but, I mean, when Jeff Jarrett returned, I breathed really with everybody that came in yeah. that day. <laughs> like, just press play again. This see if somebody else walked. It's happened. So, yeah. I think... Uh, right. Because considering I was driving my wife home from work yesterday and this came on, I went, don't you touch the radio, this is playing, <laughs> right? Because it was it was Xavier um, Woods' King, King of the Ring theme. You love that, don't Bow you? Bow Down is one of the most underrated entrance themes I've ever heard and I don't know why it got overlooked so much. Did you mention Mega Ran, is it? Uh, uh, I think so, I'm fairly I certain. So. Posit- I tried to do it in the middle of Miller's interview. Xavier, by the way, Bow Down is... You know the um the like we don't talk about this Loki goated yeah patter on Twitter. This is your version. Like the Xavier Woods theme is the Loki. You don't talk about this enough of your Shayna Baszler. Like, Indeed. Like you mean this just it's as much. Great. It just doesn't get quite the play. Did I talk to Mega? I feel like I said this to Mega. Right? It's like this fucking shoot a banger. Um, do you know what you, you saying? Partridge just put. Is it Cuddly Toy at the start of Alpha Papa by Roach? Oh, yeah. And then, like, in Paris by Kanye, because that's just a go-to thing that I always say. Uh, But let us know yours in the comments section. Um, A bit of a belated one, this. Actually, to be fair, I forgot to do a silly um, eel post on our community page, so this is all questions I didn't pick from last week, so apologies, everyone. Especially to Dan Morecambe, who celebrated his birthday six days ago. So, happy belated happy birthday, birthday, Dan, uh, who writes, Good morning, legends. Sorry for the late question. It's my birthday. I wanted to ask, what would the eel do for his birthday party? Who would he invite? Um, and is the eel a, ca- a cake or a cupcake eel? Thanks so much, love, from America. We're looking after the eel whilst um, yes. uh, Andy Murray's away back in Aberdeen for a while. What do you think he's uh, cake-wise? I mean, if he, people think it's frosting on top and it's, of course, just... Cocaine. Eel, um, <laughs> eels are not politically eel correct still. Good point, It's yeah. a bit dicey at an eel's party. So they actually get a big cake, uh, and it's that old, like, corporate 80s America thing where there's, uh. oh, there's a sex worker in the cake. It's just another eel. <laughs> like, so, like, the, an eel bursts out of the cake, and, like, all the eels are like, oh, oh like us. <laughs> and then everyone else is like, the cake's ruined. <laughs> Put the plates back. It's cake on that eel. 
Um, Autumn, we're not uh, endorsing this, by the way, but it's a very good, wacky question. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you, Besides Autumn. Larry, the dog, obviously, yep. Punk's dog, which wrestling pet would you kidnap? Ooh. Yeah, cool. like Matilda was kidnapped by Bobby Heenan and yeah. the Islanders. Wrestling pet. You're not going to want to kidnap Ricky the Dragon Steve Oats. Oh, God, like, no. Dragon Eye. That's more hassle than work when you've got to steal one of William Regal's geckos. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want a gecko he's got? Yeah, he's got geckos. He's got, he's got no, those, all them. those pets are the absolute best. You can keep your cats and dogs. They're not going to have a future in this industry, son. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to take Frankie from Coco Beware because Coco Beware seems too nice a fella. Yeah. Um, what other wrestling pets are there? Eric Rowan Spider. Uh, well, Drew McIntyre put paid to that for all of us. Yeah, that wouldn't take much looking after now, would it? No. no. Yeah, I'll have that, actually, yeah. I'll have the remains. It seemed quite nice to talk to as well for a while. Yeah. When everyone thought it might have been a baby. I've... What a weird fucking storyline that was. There have been two separate weird burlap sack stories. <laughs> Remember, like, Mike Adamley was like, Kane, you can't keep walking around with a burlap sack because kids in the playground are going to get their own burlap sack. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with uh, the spider. <laughs> The dead, sp- the dead spider. All you have to do is not say May 19th around Kane. Got it. What date is it? May 19th. Oh, you got oh, me again. No. Yeah, the, and the, I just want, I wish I was in that room because it was, what, 2019? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he, he, he does see what it is. It was 2019 when it started. Yeah. And then 2020 when Drew was a massive baby face. And it's like, kill that spider. Kill that thing he loves. Kill that living thing he yeah, loves. Yeah, we don't reveal what it is. And it's going to be the worst animatronic spider you've ever seen. And they want you to kill it. <laughs> Like bite Mojo Rawley, but then spit venom at someone else. Yeah, had a lot of, had and a... it was also a baby, possibly. <laughs> and that's good. And he's like, and, and we, we could see, we had like a POV shot yes. from. Yeah. We are the spider. <laughs> we have been gifted babies. Okay, oh, there's two questions here, right? Last two, okay. and they're both perfect for you. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. I'll ask this one first. Jarrett Worth, right? It's morning, legends. Morning, Jarrett. Love that name. Which McMahon had the better ligament tear? Vince, <laughs> Vince when entering the ring at the Royal Rumble or Shane when leapfrogging at WrestleMania? I've legitimately been thinking about this the last yeah. few weeks. Like, they're both really it's good. It's a great ones, question, this, Jared. I'm going to go with the, um, un, the hitherto unseen ligament tear because a lot of people think that Vince smashed them both when he stood in the ring at the Royal Rumble 2005. Yes. The real story, of course, was that he did one he and obviously had one. to sit down. And then when he's walking out, he needs to be carried. You just torn your quad. He's like, no, no, I'll walk by myself. And he told the other one walking. Like, that's the most Vince McMahon injury there is, isn't there? And the fact that he, because he'd done two, this makes the story all the sweeter. Because, of course, Triple H tore his quad in 2001 and the big, beautiful yeah. day comeback story. And Vince walked at WrestleMania. And he was like, eight months, Paul, for one, three for two. Like, well, a piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm going to say Shane. Because the, the Vince Quadstairs mm. at the Royal Rumble are funny. Yeah. We're not wishing ill, you know, bad badness on anyone or injuries on anyone. This is absolutely always. punching up. Yeah, this is punching up about as high as you possibly can. But it is funny when he gets in and he berates the two future world champions, basically, and the referees, and he's just sat on the floor like a grumpy toddler. But you know what? I think, and how many times can you say this in your life? I think Michael Cole's call makes it. Yeah. Shane. <laughs> Shane's still got it as he's landing. Oh. <laughs> and, he ch- <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg's greatest people's ever of all time. Yeah. Final question comes from Tyler. Um, we've already gone 20 minutes. We might go a lot longer with this question. Oh, no. If you could only eat one meal three times a day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Chris. Tyler didn't. Tyler didn't oh, know. Sorry, no. Tyler didn't know it was going to be me asking 
you this. Oh, he thought he was going to be Andy, and he's inadvertently asked the greatest question for Michael Ablett of all time. I... See, you want me to say cereal here, aren't you? I would have put my house on you saying cereal. Because I think I could, yeah, because I could and I would. Because because it's not saying you have to have one brand of cereal, it's one meal. And that's it, you see, that's what I need to make it clear for Tyler here. Like, am I allowed to game the system? Because I've always believed that there are, like, breakfast, dinner and... No, breakfast, dinner and pudding cereals. Yes. Like, I, if I'm fancying a bit of pudding in the morning, like, I'll have a chocolate-related cereal. Ooh. But night cereal, of which I'm a big fan of for the likes of staying up late and watching Dynamite... It's almost fun to have a more savoury version. Yeah. Or the mix, the crunching up cornflakes, oh. the honey nut Cheerios, the things that bring those two worlds together. And you've got like a grafter's um, meal, which is just wheat mix. Exactly, yeah. Shredded wheat, any of those sort of oh. things where you like, you don't love, I love it. Love wheat mix. Like, I hate shredded wheat. Porridge, things that are fuel more yeah. than anything else. Like they've all got their benefits, they've all got their merits. My kids have recently gotten into it. It's pink porridge because there's a whole load of jam in the porridge. Oh, yeah. That's, that's breakfast and cake at the same time. Yeah, it's cereal for me. Cereal. Yeah, I don't think there's one meal. Like, you'd get sick of anything else, wouldn't you? All right, then, to flip that, for Tyler's benefit, so you get an answer, what would be your death row meal? So you get one meal, you get one thing of one meal, but you can have anything. I'm pretty sure that's right. They'll go and get you whatever you yeah, want yeah. for reason, so. That's a really, uh, I don't know whether to go really, like, curly whirly. I, I like the idea of picking something so obscure that it takes them ages, and my lawyer can still fight the case. <laughs> So I'd be like, oh, I need a, a wrap from Maryland Chicken in Nottingham. That'd 100% be part of my thing. Yeah. It used to be my go. Like, I love that, by the way. End we're of on, the night. On death row in America, Maryland Chicken in Nottingham. Oh, it's, honestly, end of the night. I would, I'd be, everyone's like, I think we, everyone's been, everyone's really drunk. We want to go home. I'm like, cool. I'm going to be going to Maryland Chicken in Nottingham. I know a Maryland Chicken. He's called Matt Rains. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move on to today's and finally. Apologies in advance, Ben Roy. It's the first Twitter question, wasn't it? And now it's the and finally. You need to drop uh, something. Because uh, today's and finally, Mackie has just tweeted, blue check mark, <laughs> which I'm sure is a, a sentiment we can all get behind today. About time somebody was just honest about that stupid cavalcade of nonsense. Anybody today that is telling you a reason for, oh, God, what's happened with the blue check mark, other than that little blue sprite made me feel good, is lying to you. Unfollow those people. They've got like a million followers anyway. That's how you know they're the real one. Yeah. And no one's got, a lot of people who are like, what about scammers? What about people stealing my identity? A lot of you really aren't famous enough for people to bother doing you that. Just miss the validation. Admit that, and we can all go home. Exactly. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to preview SmackDown and Rampage. You've got Wrestle Culture with the hashtag, hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, and of course, that DDP interview available right now. What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thoughts, Twitter questions, all that good stuff on Twitter at WhatCultureWW. Well, I say you can follow both of us. You can follow leader of the Nexus, Michael Hamflet, at... Michael Hamflet, unverified. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn, also unverified. <laughs> I've tried, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow all of us at WaterCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.